Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, SFF Yeah listeners. Welcome to Backlist to the Future our bi-weekly installment of recommendations from the deep and sometimes dusty corners of science fiction and fantasy. Because one show every two weeks is just not enough to cover all the books we want to talk about. I'm Jen Northington, recording on November 22nd, and today we're going to talk about short sci-fi and fantasy to help you meet your 2019 reading goals. But before we do that, I want to tell you a little bit about today's sponsor, which is Book Riot Insiders. And if you have not already tried it out, your time is now. It's our resource specially designed for our fellow book nerds, and you can try it for free for two weeks. There are different levels available, so you can decide which perks you want from a monthly behind-the-scenes newsletter to exclusive podcasts and giveaways. And speaking of perks, we've got a new release index curated by resident Velocireader Liberty Hardy, who has been on the show before, so you might be familiar. And you can see the most exciting new books coming out in the next few months on that new release index. That's available at the novel level. You can check it out and sign up for your 14-day free trial at insiders.bookriot.com. Okay, so like I said, we're going to talk about short science fiction and fantasy to help you meet your reading goals. I know lots of folks set a book number that they want to have read by the end of the year. I tend not to just because I read so much for work. It's already way too many books. But I absolutely am so impressed by some of the other goals that my friends have and how they meet them. And I was thinking about what to talk about this week. And this seemed like a good plan because we are coming into the holiday season. Some people get more reading time, but some people get less. And you might be trying to like churn through and hit that reading goal. And so here are two novellas, which totally count, in my opinion, as one book. Short stories, you know, if it's a collection, then yes. But just a single short story, I would not count. But I absolutely would count a novella as a single book towards your reading goal. So if you need a permission slip, you can tell them that Jen from SFF Yes said it was fine. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) I'm gonna get so many tweets. All right, so my first pick for you is The End of the Sentence by Kat Howard and Maria Devana Headley, which is a horror fantasy. And you might know these authors separately. Uh, Maria Devana Headley has been a um, an editor of lots of great collections, including co-editing with Neil Gaiman, and her rewrite of Beowulf came out this past year uh, called The Mirror Wife. So lots of great books from her. And then Kat Howard uh, is also the author of several fantasy novels, including Roses and Rot and An Unkindness of Magicians. But this this novella, The End of the Sentence, was my first exposure to both of them. And I was just blown away. It's such a weird, unnerving, mythic-feeling story. And it packs a really large punch, even though it is, what, 176 pages. Teeny tiny. 
It is about a man named Malcolm who is uh, recovering from a very tragic accident, and he is trying to rebuild his life. He ends up in rural Oregon, and he is living in this house, and he starts getting letters from a prisoner who claims to be the owner of the house and who also claims that he has been unjustly jailed for over a 100 years. So there's already like a lot of... WTF is going on here. And the prisoner asks Malcolm, well, basically demands that Malcolm perform this strange, gory ritual. The The prisoner, whose name is Dusha Chuchani-Hof, which is quite a name, uh, he's being released. And so Malcolm has to figure out, like... Does he do this thing? And is this guy, you know, going to show up? And what's going to happen when he shows up? And is this person innocent? Is this person guilty? What is happening here? And I won't tell you because that would be spoiling it. But there's a lot of different mythologies at play in here. Um, there's like Welsh and Scottish and Norse and also Kalapuya, which is a Native American tribe from that area of uh, the Pacific Northwest. And, and it's a really intense feeling that you get from especially like some of the original Grimm's fairy tales, but like a modern version of that. So if you like that kind of thing, which I'm betting quite a few of you do, uh, it's definitely one to pick up. Subterranean Press is the publisher, and they have fancy, fancy physical versions as well as ebook versions. So you have a couple of ways to get this. It's also at my library, so it very likely is at yours. And there's an audiobook, which is even better. Maybe you can listen to it while you're on a holiday flight or in a car or something like that. Although it would probably be very creepy to listen to, so think about that. But again, that is the end of the sentence by Maria Devana Headley and Kat Howard. And uh, yeah, I, I think if you like horror, and you like fantasy and you like mythology, it's definitely worth your time. All right, so what about sci-fi? My sci-fi pick for you is The Citadel of Weeping Pearls by Aliette de Bedard. She is, I mean, we've talked about her before on the show. She's fantastic. I just love her stuff so much. And this is one of the novellas from the universe of Shuya, which also am a huge fan of that whole series. And in fact, if you needed to like burn through a bunch of sci-fi to get to your reading goals, that series would be ideal because they're all novellas. How amazing is that? This is a semi-recent one. I think it first was published in 2015 and then was reissued in 2017. And it is a standalone story in that if you've never read any of these, you're fine. Things are sort of explained. And it's really not the point to, like, get a whole look at the world building. It's really much more about the intersections of the world building in this particular situation. Uh, it is about a citadel that was, you know, both a city and, I mean, a space station city and a center for arts and culture and technology. And they had developed all of this amazing, you know, weaponry and science and the inhabitants could teleport themselves anywhere. And, you know, they were really an unstoppable force. And that citadel disappeared 30 years ago because the woman in charge was the daughter of the empress and they had a great big falling out, which, you know, <laughs> mother-daughter issues are always really complicated. Uh, and 
and this was no exception. And so, yes, so the Citadel has vanished, and now 30 years later, that empire is being threatened by an invasion from another federation. And this Federation has figured out a way to hijack the brains of the Empire's sentient spaceships, which is a huge problem. And so the Empress is like, we need the weapons that the Citadel developed. And we, so we need to get them back. And in the meantime, a scientist has been working on time travel because of her own very deep-seated needs uh, and history. And so you get this sort of amazing intersection of this, you know, big, huge, intense political situation that's the present war. You get the political family situation of the empress and her daughter. And then you get this actually quite beautiful story of the engineer who's working on time travel. It is not without peril, and it is very tense in certain Certain minutes, I was just like, oh my gosh, what is going to happen? Oh, who is going to die? Like, what is going on here? But it's a beautiful story and it packs so many feelings and so many interesting bits of technology and world building in. And it doesn't feel like it's rushed to me. I felt like it was a perfect gem of a story, but it does make you, I think, want to then go out and explore more in this world because, you know, I love a sentient spaceship. Who doesn't? And the way that these particular sentient spaceships are developed is really fascinating and also fraught with weird implications that she then explores in other novellas. So you could fall down a real rabbit hole here is what I'm saying. And other books in this series have won awards. So, you know, I'm just saying. Uh, it's worth your time. So again, that's The Citadel of Weeping Pearls by Aliette de Bedard, and that is part of the universe of Shuya. And I hope that these two books go always towards helping you accomplish your reading goals. If you have reading goals, we would love to hear about them. Uh, we would also love to hear your feedback about the show. You can email us all of those things at sffyeah at bookriot.com. You can also review us on Apple Podcasts. We love that. We love to see those notes. Uh, and if you leave a rating and or a review, it does help other science fiction and fantasy fans to find the show. You can tweet at me at Jen IRL, Jen with two N's, IRL, or you can find me on Instagram as I am Jen IRL. And we'll talk to you next time. Happy reading. Happy reading.